Hello, everybody, and welcome to Pastrami Nation Popcorn, the Pastrami Nation podcast where we talk all things cinematic, TV, pretty much anything in the entertainment world. I'm your host, Kevin, and of course, with me today are my co-hosts, Mr. Nolan Smith. How are you doing today? Hey, how's it going? <laughs> good, man, good. And of course, it's Rebecca Benson. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Um, so we have quite the show today, um, but before we get started, we need to... Uh, our last popcorn, we did a we uh, did a giveaway, um, and we have the winners that we're actually going to be announcing right now for the giveaway. For those of you that remember, I know it was a little while ago, but oh, we're getting back on it. Um, we had the uh, release the Snyder Cut book. Um, we were going to be giving away as well as the blockbuster party game. Um, we were yeah to celebrate the uh, blockbuster documentary that's on Netflix. Um, we have the winners now, and. Do you guys want to go ahead and take it away and announce who won? Sure. All right. So for the awesome Snyder Cut book, yeah, right there. <laughs> the winner of that book is Jason Bean. Woo, Jason. Woo, Bean. So congratulations, Bean. And then for the very cool blockbuster party game, we have Chris Serma. So congrats guys. Um, if you guys want, um, you know, please uh, reach out to me at my email. My email is uh, Kevin at pastrominationcom Drop me an email, drop me your address. We'll get the stuff shipped to you as soon as we get that information from you. So congrats guys. Um, and hopefully we'll be doing more giveaways and stuff in the future. So keep an eye out for those. Um, so yeah, so now it's time to get down to business a little bit. Um, I don't know about you guys. It's been quite the week. It's been a crazy week. Work, life, everything. And of course, on Monday morning, Monday morning, uh, Marvel decided to drop a uh, promo trailer, basically for all of their upcoming events. But it 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 gave you some the nostalgia for the past, but also look forward towards the future. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I saw it. I wasn't ready for it. That Stan Lee voiceover at the beginning, it just like gave me chills. And then it was just like a celebration of the movies, like everything up to that point. They even had the audience reaction clips of Endgame, which is so cool. Man, that's one theater experience I, I still like will never forget. Like we were there, we went to go see it in IMAX opening weekend. We saw it the Saturday. And that was the reaction our theater got to. Like people yeah. were just losing it. Um, as soon as uh, Feldman you said that, you're like, what? Well, as yeah. soon as you heard him say that, and you're like, everybody started going crazy. And yeah, just on your left, man. Like that, just that line, so iconic now. And like everything in that freaking that that, that theater just went crazy. Anyways, that brought back like all the feels. I was like, wait, what is this? I wasn't sure exactly what the trailer was yet. It was just like, it just seemed like they were just like, you know, showing what they had, want to do something, you know, sweet montage. for Stanley, you know, montage. Um, but then it started with all these clips. We got our first look at the Eternals. Um, we got our first look at um, what other one did uh, we got some more, you know, Black Widow footage. Um, and we, what's that? It's finally going to come out. Yeah. It's finally going to come out. We got all kinds of information dropped. Mostly it was a lot of just um, anything after that was just the title cards with release dates. Yeah. But we have release dates now for so many of the movies, or everything they have in phase four. And of course, that 
four at the end. Oh, big man. four at the end of the trailer, which I I know people had known about before in the past, but you know, it's still exciting to see. It's super exciting. It's super fun. Um, yeah, man. Um, I'm just curious. What are you guys excited for? What you know? If you guys you know out of that whole slate, if you can go watch one movie right now, what would you go watch? I don't really have to say. It's kind of surprising me, but Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Oh, okay. That's a good one. Yeah. I think everyone. Yeah. I'm super excited for that. Heck yeah. That's a, I'm shocked. <laughs> I know. <laughs> what about you, Nolan? Um, you know, well, if I can see any of those sight unseen, um, it doesn't really count because it's the last one. We know nothing about it. It'd be fantastic Four. Oh, yeah. um, but out of the ones we know stuff about, it's Dr. Strange. Yeah. I'm on the I was going to go with for sure. Um, but, I mean, well, because volume two is kind of eh, so I'm looking forward to volume three. I'm just gonna see. Like, I know Doctor Strange is gonna be good. Well, that's right. true. That's very true. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy, you know what you're gonna get, you know, like, um, you know, it's that, you know, with uh, Doctor Strange, like with Sam Raimi taking over, and it it could be anything at this point right now. Like, obviously, we all saw the first Doctor Strange, but who knows what direction they're gonna take this one in? You know, it could. It's supposed to be more on the the kind of I'm assuming it's going to be more kind of on the darker, not darker, but more like kind of could kind of delve into more of the horror aspect of the MCU, which I think would be cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of, you know, just weird, crazy stuff. And I think that would be awesome. Um, but who knows? I'm excited for uh, it's hard for me to pick one. I mean, Doctor Strange is on the top of my list, especially after WandaVision. Like mm-hmm. I'm ready to see more wanda <laughs> you know i already see the scarlet witch um in action um but I've, i'm also i'm really excited for the eternals i'm i don't know anything about the characters to be honest i don't know anything about the story um but i the cast is solid i mean i love you know camille nanjiani is one of my favorite comedians ever and to see him kind of take on this role and chloe Zhao, she just came off of winning an oscar for nomadland her right. directorial, you know, she won best director, best, um, you know, best picture. Um, and I'm just excited to see what she's going to do with a big property like this. You know, I like when those kind of directors take over these characters and give them space. And I, I'm just, I'm just fascinated by that. So that's the one I think that and Dr. Strange are the two that I'm really excited for. And really good point there, because I mean, I'm in the same boat, even though I'm like hardcore Marvel fan. I know what the Eternals are. I can't tell you honestly one good story about them because yeah. I never really read an Eternals book. Like they, they would pop up in Avengers or this and that. Um, but this director gets to make it their own. And they mm-hmm. get, you know, they're not filling the shoes, they're not stepping into like, you know, an Avengers movie that's already three deep. Um, right. They get to create something brand new. Um if I had to pick a second one now, it, it would have been Ant Man uh and the Wasp oh, Mania. And yeah. it, because we're getting Kang the Conqueror, uh-huh. uh, I, I I was talking to Rebecca the other day about it. Like, I think he's going to be our next Thanos. I think he's going to be that mega level villain. Yeah, I think so. I think uh, even because uh, they, they already casted him, right? Uh, Jonathan Majors, I believe. Uh, the uh, Lovecraft Country. Lovecraft uh, Country, yeah, dude, like he's amazing, and uh, I think he's going to do incredible. And I, I think so too. I think he's going to be the next Thanos of this, you know, this next phase, you know, probably the next few phases, you know, coming up. So, 
Yeah, sorry, my son's over here shaking his head no, but we'll get his opinion on things a little bit later. Um, well, if you had to pick one you're not looking forward to out of those mm, title cards, mm, I mean, I know my answer, but um, what would so, you pick? I'm um I'm gonna go see all of them no matter what to be honest. Oh, same, yeah, right, right. But there are the ones that I'm like, eh, you know, I can I can wait. Um, out of all of them, what's that? Like which ones? Like which ones out of the those ones are going to be? Sorry, I I gotta remember which ones which ones are coming out. <laughs> okay, so I think for me honestly, just because I don't know much about the character, and I think. It's going to be interesting, but I'm not super excited for it. It'll be Shang-Chi. Okay. To be honest. Um, Shang-Chi. I mean, I I can't think of one. Sorry, I brought up the list because I was trying to remember of all of them. Um, I'm actually actually pretty excited. I think I know which one you're going to pick too. Maybe. Maybe. I, I could be totally wrong here and way off base. Can I try to guess? Yeah. Go for it. I'm 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 fairly excited for the Marvels. I am not, not one bit. I think, I think the what WandaVision kind of opened up with her. I think Miss um, Marvel coming out soon on Disney Plus. She's getting her own show, Kamala That's Khan. Yeah. yeah, I I love Kamala Khan. I think she's one of the uh, she's one of my favorite new characters. Um, but yeah, man, I don't know. I'm excited. I, I'm curious to see what they're going to do with it. I think it's going to be a dumpster fire, but you think so? I don't know yeah. who they have like directing it or, or or in charge of that one. I'll have to look into that more. A little I think it's Charlie Day. Sure. <laughs> Charlie Day. <laughs> what, what about you, Rebecca? What? I'm with Kevin. I'm with Shinchi just because it's so unknown. You're like, I don't know. Well, that's true. Like, yeah. is it, how can you get excited for something you don't know? Right. Is it new Mortal Kombat meets Marvel with some weird love chat? But <laughs> no. like. To be fair, though, it's like one of those things where, like, honestly, like when Guardians of the Galaxy came out, the first one, I knew absolutely nothing about Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, I was like, I don't know who these guys are. No idea. I'll go check it out. It looks fun. But it quickly just, like, shot up and became, like, my favorite MCU movie at the time. And then Guardians of the Galaxy Part 2. So. Good point. Not a lot of people knew. Um, and to be honest with you, as a kid, my only exposure to Guardians of the Galaxy was, of course, the comics back then and the Marvel trading cards. And when you would mm. get them, you're hoping for Wolverine, you're hoping for Spider-Man, and you get that damn Charlie 27 from Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> like, I don't want him. Or, you know, you get um, you just just characters that don't even pop up in the movie. No Star-Lord. Right. It was a very different Guardian. There's Vance Astro uh, leading yeah. it. And... You know, so when I heard about it, I was like, that's a bold move. Like your leader is <laughs> the guy that rocks the Captain America shield. Like, hmm. Okay, right? this is this might not go oh that good, but I thought, okay, yeah, Marvel hasn't let me down. Uh pleasantly surprised too. You know, blew me out of the water. Um Marvel has been known for quality except for Age of Ultron. But they've been known for quality otherwise. Or the Dark World. Oh, and Iron Man three. Um, Iron Man two. <laughs> But uh, you could say they probably have about a 90% rate of amazing movies. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And I mean, and Shang-Chi, I'm in the same boat. You know, I, I know he's good at Kung Fu. And I know <laughs> that his movie, if it does well, we could end up getting Iron Fist in the sequel. Oh, yeah. So, 
to me, I'm excited for that, but I don't know enough about the character to fully get excited. Um, if I, like if somebody pops out and they're from a Shang-Chi comic, I'm going to be like, I don't know. Who's right. That? I don't know who that is. You know? Like it's, you know, you're not going to know. Yeah. For me, the, it was kind of too much of a tease because the cards would come up and then you just see like 2022, you know, ti- like Disney did this last year, right? Where they released all those title uh-huh. screens and you're like, I don't even know what that is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Marvel pulled that off this time, but yeah, you know, for, for the most part, yeah. And, and Wakanda forever, I think will be yeah, amazing. I was, I was um, just about to bring that up. Cause I think that's going to be one of the most, I'm very curious about that one, how they're going to go about everything and how they're going to address the, the situation. The rumors are flying on this one. Yeah. So, um, talking about Killmonger coming back and taking up the mantle of Black Panther. I think that um, would be interesting. I mean, I know there's the, I know in the comic Shuri becomes Black Panther, which I'd be okay with, but part of me wants, like, I love the her character, especially in the movie. I think she's amazing. And I would love to see her kind of take on the more, the, the techie Iron Man side of the MCU with her knowledge and everything kind of become the Tony Stark. Now that Tony Stark is, Spoiler alert, gone. I think that would be cool for her. Absolutely. I agree. Because you got to think with Tony Stark gone, and even when he was there, she was probably the smartest person on earth. Yeah. Um, For the things they're creating and whatnot. Um, She's extremely young. And, you know, the Black Panther mantle is so prestigious. And, like, you're leading Wakanda. Like, you're not just a rogue hero. So um, I think I like your idea of her kind of being. You know what, like like Q, kind of like you know, yeah. creating the the gadgets, creating this and that. But yeah, you bring Killmonger back. I'm totally for that. I thought he he was amazing in Black Panther. Oh yeah, uh, hard hard to ever think about replacing Chadwick Boseman. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I think he would do it justice. I think so too. I think Michael B. Jordan, uh, Michael B. Jordan can do every, anything and everything. And agreed. Except for Without Remorse, which I watched this week, but that's a whole other story. Um, <laughs> um, my son, apparently, he loved it. Um, I thought it was okay. But anyways, we're not talking about that right now. We are still talking Marvel. I still want to see it, yeah. What's that? I still want to see that one, yeah. It's good. I mean, it's he, he does great. Like he he's It's one of those movies that has like a great cast, great performances, but just didn't land, like just didn't fully stick the landing. You know, like could have been good. Had all these pieces that were excellent, but it just kind of ah. story needed to be better. Yeah, story needed to be a bit better, but we'll um, we'll talk about that some other time. Um, of, you know, what's that? Another time, right? Another time, another time. Um, but still speaking of Marvel, um, that actually brings us into our next topic, which is Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, now, anyone watching or listening, uh, there will be spoilers for all of it, so. We're going to get into it. Um, so let's talk about it a little bit. Um, first, what were your guys' initial thoughts of, let's say you were just to put the whole thing as a whole, you know, wrap it up in a, in a box. What would you say about it? Oh, 
Nope, you first. Okay, let me wrap this up in a box. So, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> you know, I felt um, it was an extremely well done series. Um, it was a lot of what we expected, um, but it was, but there was a lot that we didn't like. We didn't expect the the heartfelt moments. Ooh. We didn't expect, you know, the um, the uh, one of the original Captain Americas to kind of make an yeah. appearance. And have that Ooh. emotional, you know, amazing performance. Um, the scene at I, the end, and, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and when you first meet him, and you see the pure just anger in his mm-hmm. eyes, you're like, you know, this country did you wrong, man. Like, yeah, you wrong. Like, you ripped off half of the Winter Soldier's arm, and this is how mm-hmm. the country repays you. You know, um, I, I absolutely loved it. Um, if I had to compare it to, you know, WandaVision, I really couldn't because I think they were both amazingly high quality oh, yeah. shows in two very different genres. Um, because this was, this was definitely more grounded mm. versus the mysticism and, you know, the, the occult and all that stuff. Um, I, I loved it. I could have used a better villain. I wasn't the biggest fan of, What's her name? Carly? Carly. Carly. Flag Smasher. Yeah. Um, um, but other than that, I felt like you didn't... Re- I mean, John Walker was kind of the villain in a way. Yes. Yeah. You know? I was going to bring that up too. Even the degree of violence that Disney took on. That was a little bit of a oh, surprise. Man. I know it shocked you. Uh-huh. Right. Because yeah, you saw that you know? like, It was yes. graphic. It was very graphic. And trying to watch it with you know a younger viewer. Right. We've seen Captain America just, I mean, being, of course, you know, grown man who, you know, watch movies sometimes that are violent. I've watched that episode uh, with my brother and we were both like, wow, crazy Captain America. But in a way like, yeah, get those terrorists. Um, but not in a way so much that we were supporting him yet because he was kind of a jerk. Mm-hmm. And that was oh, the point. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think we've seen memes that, that pointed out. It's right when he was like, you know, stay the hell out of my way, you know, stay out of the hell out of my way line. You're like, oh, mm-hmm. you're not Captain America. Captain America doesn't do that crap. Um, but after the series, to me, because there was always a question, who's getting the shield? Mm-hmm. Is, it gonna be, is it Bucky or is it Sam? Sam absolutely deserves it. He doesn't have the crutch of the, you know, super soldier serum. No. He doesn't. Ha- he's going out there putting his life on the line to do the right thing. Bucky might get a scratch and that's about it. Um, So I absolutely loved it. What about you? I did too. Overall, it was really good. There were some, you know, specific episodes some specific moments. You're kind of like, okay, (laughs) but as a whole, very much enjoyable. Yeah. uh, The same way. I thought it was really, really good. I thought um, I do kind of feel like part of it. I, I, part of me feels like it would have might've been better as a movie. Like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, shorter. I um, I don't feel like it was like formatted properly to be a TV show. Um, but I think, you know, I mean, if you compare it to something like WandaVision, I, I know you can't because they're two totally different shows, but the way that WandaVision was structured with its episodes and everything, it was, yeah, it was very much like a TV show. It was very much like a week to week kind of TV show. This one just kind of was just like, it felt like a movie just cut 
into you know five pieces or whatever you know uh, which is fine which is totally cool i enjoyed it and there were moments in the show like like you said a uh, walker just like uh, the, i think it was at the end of uh, episode three or four when he took the shield and just started bashing that guy like i was like legitimately like left like speechless after that <laughs> like i was like that's not that's not what captain america does like ever like i don't i don't care like i mean uh, he's had plenty of opportunities to do that what i'm happy walker but you're right it's not what captain america does it's not it's not what captain america does it's what us agent does oh no no that's absolutely correct right 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 and that's why you know i was like this dude isn't you know captain america like like the fact that it, we were it pissed to... you off. I remember you messaged me after oh, you dude. watched, and you were like, "The shield deserves better." Yeah. You know? Oh yeah, it's the shield. The, the, I know it's just like it, it's a symbol, but it's it's you know like they like they talked about a lot of the show. It's so much more than just a symbol. You know, it represents us as like a country. You know, it's it's about how we handle situations and stuff. And um, I think it's just because it's so iconic and you grow up with the with the image like that. Like you were saying, like, you know, growing up with, you know, you know, you know, Captain America, he's like the he's like Superman, you know, he's got this pure heart, you know, he's got this, you know, he does always does the right thing. It's truth, justice in the American way, just like, yeah. like Superman would be, you know, yeah. like he's an American as apple pie. He's yeah. wholesome. He's, you know, you want him over for dinner with your family because you trust him. Exactly. Um, and then you have this crazy man who, okay, justified, you know, his best friend died right in front of him. Mm -hmm. um, oh, yeah, yeah. That blurred line that, but still, when you're that mantle, you're those colors those colors mean so much and we saw it to so yeah. many characters, but he don't do that. And no. Sam wouldn't do that. And Steve wouldn't do that. No, none of them would. And I don't think, you know, with the, and that's the other funny thing with cap is there's no kind of areas of gray, you know, it's like he, he always does the right thing. And there, there have been times where he's, you know, like in the MCU, for example, when he hid the fact that he knew that Bucky killed Tony's parents, you know, like, but that was for, you know, that was his best friend, you know, like there's, certain things he's but like he's not going to do that <laughs> and um he won't cross that line yeah. no he won't and uh did you guys catch that the the final title card by the way so if you right before the the the, the end credit scene no longer falcon right that was freaking cool like i i like <laughs> i saw it and I, I like it took me a second i was like wait did i just see that and then like it went into the scene and then i kind of rewound it and i was like holy crap <laughs> like that was pretty cool um overall though i thought it was good um i think i'm excited for loki loki's coming up next um yeah i'm uh I, overall i you know McQueen. if i was to uh lightning mcqueen if i was to um give it like a score like a pastrami nation score what would you give it out of five how many pastramis would you give it out of five the whole series whole series four and a half okay you know what yeah I was going to say four. I could do four and a half because Baron Zemo's amazing. Mm -hmm. Baron Zemo. He is so good. For me, it was Dude, just Zemo. this deal. Because like, my daughter was like, I don't want to watch this anymore. Right. I I love Zemo. We pushed through. <laughs> just a quick fun fact. Did you guys know that the actor who plays Zemo was actually the German voice of Lightning McQueen? Yes. In the car series over there. He's He's also um, in 
Inglorious Bastards. He's in Inglorious he, Bastards. Yep. 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 And he's uh he's a great actor. He just pops up in these things and he's freaking incredible. Um but yeah, I I'm, thought I'm, villain wise, like he stole the show. He was oh yeah. He did the right thing though. And I love that when you saw like the super soldier serum right there, and he could have easily pocketed it. But he stuck oh, yeah. to even he's he's gonna have a warped way of thinking, but he stuck to his ideal that I hate super soldiers. Like mm-hmm. they should not exist in this world. And he did the right thing. Um I think we're I, I hope, I really hope, we're going to see Thunderbolts roll out of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you have Zemo at the raft full yep. of a bunch of super villains. You I think it's going to be, yeah. Oh yeah. You have to. And I think, uh, and I would love, so what I, okay. I you have to for, forgive me. Cause I can't remember what they were called, but what's the, like the Wakandan guard. What what were they called? Do you remember what their names were? Dormalaje. Right. Okay. Yeah. Dormalaje. Um, I would watch a whole show about them too, by the way, <laughs> just like traveling the world, like being secret agents, just like, Doing all this stuff, I, I need. They that wasted show. everybody. It was so amazing. Like nobody even held a candle to him. And when yeah. Walker was just like, dude, Walker was getting not even super soldiers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was just getting slaughtered. But I'm, I'm super excited for the future. Obviously, after the show premiered, they announced Captain America four with our new Captain America. I think it's great. I'm excited. I'm. It, it went to its rightful owner, and Sam Wilson is now Captain America officially. Yes. He looks yes. great. That costume oh, was that costume was incredible, dude. The beginning of the episode. Red Wing back at the end. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was waiting. I was waiting for Red Wing to come back. Mm-hmm. And we got it. He got his. He got Red dude. Wing back. Yeah. Oh man, like I when 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 you first see him in that suit, like I mean, my wife both just were like. Like yelling at the screen, how excited we were <laughs> because he it's was so comic accurate. It looks so good. So uh, I yeah. was, I was shocked how how comic accurate it actually was. Oh, like they nailed it. Like to me, it, right now, it might be the best costume design you know in the MCU. It's yeah, that good. Um, I agree. And you know, I haven't heard really. Actually, I haven't heard anybody say he shouldn't be Cap. No, neither did I. No, I I think I honestly, when he first got the shield at the end of Endgame, I I I remember there was a lot of pushback at that time, but that's for you know political reasons. You know, I don't want to get into that stuff. But I mean, I'm just you know, I'm I'm going to go on record right now saying you know I'm I'm totally excited and happy for a Black Captain America. (laughs) You know, I I think. I think it's what we need, and I think it's incredible. That's, I think it's awesome representation. I think it's freaking amazing. Like I'm on board 100. I mean, honestly, I don't, I don't care about you know the color of their skin, but like, you know, I'm totally down with it. I have no problem. Nailed with it. it. Representation. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I have always looked at our you know great nation as you know the great America melting pot. Like yeah. we are made up of so many people from so many cultures. It's only right that we have representation of everyone. So it's so cool to see this. And he's so deserving of it, you know, as a character Mm -hmm. and as an actor. Like he absolutely deserves to have that show. Yeah. He's not a sidekick anymore. Uh, Dude, I keep on seeing the memes because he was in um, Eight Mile 
yep. with, uh, <laughs> and uh what was his, i can't remember his name in eight mile but like oh, yeah 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 Dude, yep. watch that movie again now just because of that i'll always remember the very last line and if you're listening and you're a kid please plug your ears right now <laughs> where he's like let that bitch go first <laughs> yeah. now you look at it and you're like falcon said that oh my god mm. like why would no like he, oh, talk so- it out man talk it out <laughs> Dude, Anthony Mackie, he's 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 great. He's incredible. But um, yeah, overall, like we all love Falcon. Um, obviously, if y'all out there haven't seen it yet, go check it out. Like it's. What would you give it out of, out of five? Oh, yeah, oh, I give it four out of five. Yeah, easily, easily. I think I think the only like deterrent for me was like that it, the format of it was a little bit off. It didn't feel like you know as gripping from week to week. You know, I could have just done with a little bit shorter. There was a lot of mm-hmm. that, that could have been cut away. Um, yeah, yeah. It didn't give much to the story, so I agree with you on that. You know, there was some stuff that we don't need to see a, um, a Disney Plus cut of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Right. Like, if anything, it should be a little shorter. Like, yeah. Um, but agreed. It could uh, agreed. Edited it down to like a two-hour movie, and I would have totally loved it. I'm sure, and I'm sure someone. Hopefully, they do it down the line, and they just like release like a. a feature film version and i would love to see how that's all edited together and everything so um, and in case you're listening only nolan was referencing a lot of talking oh yeah oh that's right yeah sorry i forget something it's an audio one too (laughs) yes yes um so yeah go check it out it's on disney plus now um and of course um now real quick and uh, taking its place from week to week because Disney's doing like a weekly release of every Friday there's something new. Um, these last couple of weeks, I think it was what? The Bad Batch. They released two episodes of that this week. Okay. The new Star Wars show, uh, yeah. the new Star Wars animated show until the Loki premieres, which is June 9th, I think, or 6th. But June something. Yeah, yeah, June something or other. So out there too for Disney Plus, you got to check out the ducks. Okay, I oh, know, it's I... and and it's it's Disney. It's very much Disney, but that's okay because you do need those feel good shows. Because after that episode of Falcon, oh yeah, we have to go and watch something happy and cheesy and predictable. And come oh, on. Dude. I need to catch up. We watched the first episode. I really dug it. I love the Mighty Ducks. Like the whole film series is one of my favorite things. I, I, yep. I grew up with it, obviously. So like, I'm excited to see how that story goes. I I, I really like the first episode because the one episode that Nolan caught a reunion. It was the reunion oh. episode, and read about it did that. All that point one bit. I gotta now, watch it. We're catch up. <laughs> well, and I've always wanted to watch it. You know, because I'm a diehard Mighty Duck fan, Anaheim Duck fan. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, um, I know you. Were, yeah, it was one more thing to watch. It's like, how do I find time? But I was able to watch the one with the reunion, and yeah, it was fantastic. Nice. I actually, I think we're going to probably talk about that this weekend. Actually, I think, yeah, we have we have nothing to do this weekend. Now you do. Very much yeah. Now we do. Now we do. And they're only um, about thirty minutes anyway, so it's a real quick, you know. Finish. Oh, nice, nice, very cool. Yeah, we'll probably watch that this weekend. Check it out after I finish my uh, after I finish my Saw rewatch. Um, oh, <laughs> I'm getting ready for Spiral. You know, a Spiral comes out next week. I'll be doing a full spoiler podcast on that movie. Um, y'all should go watch it just so that we can do a podcast on it. Um, I've never watched one Saw movie, man. Not one. Well, you should, so we Not can do a podcast one. about it. All the Saw movies. There's eight of them. It's gonna be just Kevin. <laughs> 
I'll do it. <laughs> I want to talk about Saw. Um, a video review. Oh yeah, I'll I'll be doing. Hey, actually, that that'll be really fun. I I, I want to. I'm gonna do that. Anyways, Ooh, um, I gotta. I'll even challenge you to do mm-hmm. a live popcorn review <gasps> with you talking about it and and having the audience chime in with you about it. Yeah. Oh, that'd be cool. I'd be down with yeah. that. Yeah, we'll talk about I'll, that more. I will handle all the technical part. I'll get you set up. I'll get everything ready for you. I like this idea. Let's do it. All We're right. going to do it next weekend. Next weekend, I'm going to go watch Pyro. <laughs> Dude, it'll be like it's my first movie back at theaters since like everything shut down. I snuck Tenet in there in this weird little window last summer. I remember, but like I haven't been back since. What's that? I just see it's you, perfect. You yeah. got to do it, yeah. So man, I can't. I figured that's going to be like the perfect movie for me at least because I love and that. Stuff. The editor, yeah, yeah. We're gonna do it. We're gonna do it. Let's do it. All right, I'm excited for that. Um, so yeah, um, spiral next week. Look out for that. Um, so we are. Um, um, so let's talk about one more thing we want to talk about this week. It was actually one of the um, biggest movie uh, movies that came out last week. I, everybody was talking about it. I think it came out last mm-hmm. Friday, um, and it's one of the. It's honestly my favorite movie of the year so far. Um, the Mitchells versus the Machines. Yes. Which, right. um, gosh, I know we all watched it. Um, I know we we've been talking about it, and it's just it. I just absolutely loved it, man. Like uh, I know you guys did too. Um, so much fun, really great animation. Um, had a really great, uh, you know, from the same people that did the Spider Verse, you know, into the Spider Verse. So it kind of had the same. I mean, it wasn't the same animation exactly, but you could tell they were doing their own thing, their own style, and um, the humor in it was great. Everything was great. Um, what did you guys most? I, I know you guys loved it too. Talk about it. Let's. I'd love I to hear what you guys thought. It's so hard to choose just, you know, a few aspects of it. So much. I know so much because it hits. I, when I first watched it, I told Nolan, I was like, it was almost like a Pixar because it hit you right in the feels like I'm a little terrified, you know, towards the end. And plus, Mm -hmm. but down to the music, because you know how I love the cinematic soundtracks and things like you had a little bit of Tron, you had a little bit of Stranger Things and it was just all around just excellent. You caught the musical cue at the end, though, too, right? With the Sugar Rose. Right. <laughs> she she mentioned. I was going to say, so I they, need to message Kevin because there's the two songs. They had two songs that they spice, and it works so perfectly. I was like, the first, you know, when you first hear um, Hoppe Paula, whatever it's uh-huh, called, uh-huh. you first hear that, I was kind of so excited. I Every time I hear that song, I'm like, oh, my gosh, they're using it. And then it kind of transitioned into the other one, and I was like, this is like the best movie I've ever seen now. <laughs> Yeah, it works. Oh, where's Kevin? (laughs) Mm -hmm. It works so well, and um, yeah, and uh, Nolan, what what are your? I know what are your thoughts. I hated it. (gasps) (laughs) Um, I was well. I love animated movies. Mm -hmm. So even when I first heard about this, I actually first heard about it from um, Rebecca's daughter, and she was so excited about it. And you know, just just the thought of it sounded amazing. (laughs) Yeah, Evelyn, you know, hey, let's watch this. No, I don't want to watch that. Oh, I know that one. And, but, you know, so many great, you know, animated films have come out. So um, being from Netflix, of course, you think, like, maybe it won't be as um, high quality, you know. Uh, This was amazing. So for me, it was a lot of the, um, 
pop culture references embedded mm-hmm. into it. Mm-hmm. The, the YouTube, the little hand drawn. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it had a very um, Scott Pilgrim versus the world vibe um, with that, because I, I can't even it say did. it's breaking the fourth wall. It's like breaking a fourth wall, a fifth wall, because you, you know, you're seeing real life photos. Mm-hmm. You're seeing the hand drawn animations. You're seeing all these things. Um, it's, it's an artist's dream yeah. come true. Because um, it touched on things for the parents as well as the kids too. Because if you think about, you know, Dork Diaries or Diary of a Wimpy Kid, who have that kind of animation right. within your little books. Uh huh. And I, I think they they pick so well to do that. And by by putting you know like the the YouTube videos you know in there and YouTube as a, a central thing in there, mm-hmm. um, you you're tapping into this target market that not a lot of people have really tapped into. And in when you think about animated films, mm-hmm. like yeah. Yeah. they did. So well, the characters were all amazing. Uh, voice cast. We were watching the voice cast oh. that was going down. And we we're like, wow, like so many outstanding people in here. Um, just yeah. overall package, it, it blew me away. I, it's it's definitely one of the best animated films I've seen probably in the last five years. Um, oh, easily, yeah. That's saying something. I see animated films a lot, and that was. <laughs> One of the best. And even to show the excitement at the yeah. end credits when they had the pictures, you know, of the families and showed who they were. I was like, mm-hmm. you gotta watch, you gotta watch. Right. It, it's definitely, you can tell this is a, this is a labor of love movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, oh, of course yeah. it's a heartfelt story, but it's heartfelt all around. Um, I can't really think of anything bad about it. I, I absolutely loved it. Uh, what about you, Kevin? And I know you hated it too. <laughs> right. Oh, absolutely. It was disgusting um That's no all I, I, you know, <laughs> um, it was a uh you know uh you know freaking uh you know uh, uh phil lord and chris miller those guys have been just churning out like the hits like they've been um you know uh you know they're it's weird because they they started out, you know, making movies like, you know, 21 Jump Street, you know, and the 22 Jump Street, like these hardcore adult, like, you know, comedies were their first kind of movies that they directed. Um, but then they got into things like the Lego movie and um, uh, uh, into the Spider-Verse and, um, you know, all the, the Lego stuff. And then um, they were supposed to direct Solo. The you know, They were halfway through filming that before Disney dropped it because of their which I think they made a huge mistake because I think this, their style would have worked kind of perfectly with it uh, at heart humor, all that stuff. Anyways, that's all the rants. Sorry, I'm going off on rants <laughs> anyways, but then they go, you know, and do something like this, you know, of course they just produced it, but they bring their, their, you know, they have that sensibility of you know, even the 21 jump street movies as, as kind of, um, you know, adult humor and, and just kind of, you know, um, you know, kind of, gross as they are sometimes you know um they still has a lot of heart you know they still have that that heart at the middle of it all um and they bring that through all their movies and this movie especially really really tapped into that and i think her the main character uh what was her oh gosh i can't remember her name was it it wasn't abby was it no i'm i'm butchering this right now i can't think of her name anyways she like i i so like related to her like what's that katie katie yeah I, I, I related to her on a weird level because, you know, she's a huge film nerd and she wanted to go to film school and just like, you know, tr- she was just trying to find her tribe. She was trying to find her people and she eventually found them at this film school, um, which I think a lot of us could relate to, especially when we were teenagers, especially when we were younger. Some of us still relating to that. You know what I mean? Um, and I um, 
I just felt like it was just a perfect, I don't want to think about my kids going off to college. <laughs> like that was, that part of it was kind of a little, little emotional. Um, but um, I thought it was really well done. Um, the animation was amazing. Like you said, I love how they had the computer animation, but it had the hand-drawn animation at the same time. Um, the voice cast was just amazing. Like, you know, even Conan O'Brien was part of the cast, you know? Uh, I mean, like, you know, Danny McBride, uh, Abby Jacobson, all these people that just, uh, Maya Rudolph, you know, all yep. these people that just brought these characters to life. Um, the pug was probably one of my favorite things about the movie. Um, he was just so funny. And like Because Ella was so excited. It was, you know, Doug the pug. Doug, Doug the, the pug. Any noises, right? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, he was, he was, uh, the pug was great. Um, overall though, I, I can't stop talking about how great it is. Like I thought it was amazing. Like I said, it's easily my favorite movie so far I've seen this year. Um, even a lot of 2020, I'd say it, it's up there with, you know, for me. Yeah. That's what I told Nolan too. I haven't laughed like that in a long time. At, we all, much. Yeah. We all laughed. Like we had my nephew here, it was my wife and my kids, and we all just like were cracking, like just laughing so hard. Like it's rare you get that movie that everybody's kind of on the same page and everybody finds enjoyment in, in it. Mm -hmm. I loved it. And it's so funny to hear you say, you know, you know, it's one of the best, uh, the best movie you've seen all year because you saw so many of these award-nominated movies. I did. I did, and for, for you to say that 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 puts so much stock into that because, yeah, you, know, you, I mean, they they delivered big time. They delivered where you know these, you know, Oscar you know caliber kind of movies just didn't live up to. So that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, this absolutely. Like as you guys know, I mean, I'm a huge like I love all kinds of movies. Like I love the the drama, the the Oscar winners, and the the fun. You know comedies you know like i like you know horror i like all of it you know but like this movie yeah and i saw all the oscar nominees last year but this movie still easily had so much more heart and so much more feeling than a lot of those so much more um i'm not gonna say like more talent i don't mean that i mean just more um it just had that something for everybody which i thought was just a perfect mix um so yeah i definitely this one better been win best picture this year that's all i'm saying so Kevin just said that it has more talent than all the other movies combined. That's so exactly, what what I did, exactly what I did not say. <laughs> uh, so if anyone's out there uh, who who was involved in the making of Nomadland, Promising Young Woman, any of those movies that I absolutely love, I would still love to talk to you guys. I, I'm a fan. <laughs> Chloe Zhao, if you ever want to come on for The Eternals, just email us. We'll get you on. And D Doug the Pug, if you ever want to come on. If you ever want to come on. Ever. <laughs> and Charlie Day, the invitation is still oh, out there. Nope. You are more than welcome to come. I, we're, I, we're I just talking about dumpster tires. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, he was in Pacific Rim. Like, you know, it's kind of our brand. Right. So, that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he, was, he was in Pacific Rim 2 as well, but we don't talk about that one. So I never watched Pacific Rim 2. Now, did you really not get watch it? I've never watched Pacific Rim 2. Um, you should Charlie have, they yeah. killed it for one. So. <laughs> no Guillermo. No Guillermo. He couldn't save it. Nope, nope. <laughs> 
All right. Well, that's enough of um, uh, not getting anyone on the show ever. Getting Charlie Day. It's all going to happen. Um, but yeah, that was fun, guys. Um, is there anything else you guys, you know, I think that's a lot of the big stuff that we had planned to talk about today. Um, Nolan, you want to go ahead and take it away? Well, yeah, absolutely. So uh, first I want to thank everybody for, you know, watching Pastrami Nation Popcorn, for commenting, for all that. The only reason we continue doing everything we do is because you're actually enjoying it. So yeah. thank you for watching it, for commenting. We really appreciate it. Um, please make sure you follow Pastrami Nation on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Pinterest. And then if you want to listen to Pastrami Nation, you have a lot of options. You have Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio. We're everywhere. So whether you want to see us or you're sick of looking at me and Kevin, hear never, us. Never. Yeah. Never. Do they love us. They love us all. So shut us down. <laughs> they can't cancel us because we don't work for anybody. <laughs> they, they won't cancel us. <laughs> they, they won't. <laughs> but yes thank you again for um you know tuning in drop your comments let us know about anything we talked about join in the conversation and next time we have a live one we'll we hope to see you there and when we have that live one for kevin we hope yes. that we hope that you heckle him we hope that you rip cancel him, him cancel him Look, it's not my fault that Disney is releasing a prequel movie about a woman who wants to skin puppies, okay? And we're supposed to be excited for it. We're supposed to want to go watch it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It had to be said. Whoa, shots fired. We know what we're not talking about. I love Emma Stone, okay? And I'm, I'm going to watch the movie. I'm not I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm going to watch it. But I have my... um I like it. <laughs> yeah, I don't have to like it. I'm not going to like it. <laughs> Who knows? It could be great. It could be great. I could completely change my mind. I could it's better totally than Charlie play. Day, so I'll watch it. Anyways, Emma Stone, if you want to come on the show, I would love to talk to you. <laughs> I would love to talk about Corella. Uh, your whole career is incredible. So <sighs> <laughs> you go. That's a great way to end it. So thank you all again. And um, we really Thanks, appreciate everyone. you tuning in. And we will see you next time. Take care. See ya.